Hello, everyone, and welcome to Beer and Bible. Uh, tonight's going to be a little bit different. This is our first non-episode, and what I mean by that is we've taken a break from our standard episodes one, two, and three, and the things that we had planned on bringing, and what we're offering tonight is our live podcast that we recorded at our podcast launch party. Uh, this was completely unplanned, not that we planned much to begin with, but we went for it. Um, you will also hear this is completely unedited. Uh, the microphones are a little bit different. Um, we uh, we leave all the spaces and the openness in it. There's Sometimes there's some interaction with the audience. And around minute 27 or 28, there are some sirens from a fire truck and some police cars that went by. Uh, the microphones didn't pick it up, but we do make comment about that. So if you hear something, you'll just know that's it. So what we really hope is that you enjoy this mess that we have for you tonight. So right. imagine this is how we record everything. Anytime you're listening to this. Anytime you're listening to this, we're in his room. Yeah. He's got a great view out of his window, but we have to shut the blinds, turn the fan off. There's no AC in there in the summer, so if it's summertime, we have shirts off. Shorts. I'm usually it. in athletic wear. It looks like, like to outside looking in, it looks like a good date, yeah. but it <laughs> is not. There's, it's, sometimes uh, there's candles. We're recording a podcast. Um, in the winter, though, it's not as weird. It just gets a little cold. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Well, we don't need the fan on in the winter. or Yeah, we just keep it all off. So. I got to read. Uh, yeah, you are our, uh, it's left to right, top to bottom. So you guys didn't know what you were in for, but we're going to do a little quickie of uh, yeah, of what we do on a regular podcast night. So, cool. All right, so we are recording. <laughs> so usually you start with some. We start with some story or something dumb for a little bit. I don't uh, know. I yeah, I don't have anything tonight. We've been just setting up. I'm proud of all the people that brought out the tattoos for tonight and the steel train. I'm glad that we dressed yeah, alike. I, we coordinated. That I'm was glad cool. That I dressed like you. You dressed like me. So it's uh, all right. You got one of these. You got a little uh, snot no, rag. No, not today. No. Not today. Okay. Well, I'm uh, still. You look good. You do too. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's stop the bromance. All right. So uh, we are jumping into First Kings 18, and this is kind of a strange thing to jump into. You're jumping into not. And usually, he doesn't give me a table when we're in the room and everything's going on. His computer's right here, and it's really tight. So I have to put my beer in my pocket. You have recording. to hold your own beer. Well, that way he keeps so, it limited to just one within reach, so he can't get too many of them. All right, so uh, we're going to be jumping into First Kings, which is a misnomer because you think First Kings, you think it's the first one, but that's actually season three of our four-season TV show that is known as The History of Israel. It's going to be on Showtime. It goes on forever. It's like three quarters... And it's like the whole Bible. It's, just with the, it's a large chunk of it. Little Jesus sprinkled on top. So we are jumping into season three, and we're jumping into episode 18. So this is a little bit of a different one. And we're going to be jumping into the half part of it. So to tell you what's going on, there has been a, this massive drought in Israel. Wait, let me back up. So let's go back to Charlton Heston, or if you grew up in the 90s, it would have been Val Kilmer. doing. Really? Yeah, he, DreamWorks, Prince of Egypt, Val Kilmer. And then the newest Noah... Was, was that, like, Batman Val Kilmer, yeah. or was that, like, Fat Val Kilmer? Well, and then the most recent, uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings, that was Christian Bale. So Batman and Moses, I'm just saying... They're no like a thing. It's like a sequence. They're like, so we're going to get you into Hollywood, you're going to be Batman, and then you're going to be Moses. There you go. Like, you mentioned there was Batman somewhere in there? Yes. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, both of them are very big on the law, so that's good. <laughs> Yeah, 
All right. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Charlton Heston leads the Israelites out of he Egypt suck. 40 years in the desert, and then they settle into uh, the land of Israel, and they create this loose confederacy of these tribes. They don't really have a center king or anything like that, and uh, so they just have their way of worship. But the priests, not, it's a sort of a theocracy, but there's a lot of loose rule. Uh, rules on what's going on there that lasts for a while until the the israelites look at all the other nations and go it really stinks not having a military force it really stinks not having a centralized government uh government because you know somebody comes over and is like we'd like to speak to your leader and they're like well we it might be the 70 elders it might be the priest we really don't know We're more of a collective yeah and then we got to go talk to this mountain when it's time right so in that case the uh it would be like everybody else they, yes, they want to be like everybody else. They wanted a king. And so then they, they ask God, and God says, all right, fine. I'm not a big fan of it, but whatever. you do, we're, we'll, we'll play by your rules, and your rules always suck, but we'll try it. So they went ahead, and they got a king. Um, this lasted for a total of three kings before it all fell apart, and then they had a list of bad kings. They actually split the kingdom, southern and northern, and they end up having a list of bad kings. So this was three, and then they were done. Like there were no more kings. There was three, and then it's just like a bunch of shitty kings that don't even make it in there. They just like blast through them real yes, quick. Yes, they like, blast through them. But they also do them in two separate kingdoms, so you get two lists of crappy kings. Because the Bible does that like timeline thing where they just take a machine gun and just like rapid fire a bunch of names I can't say, and yes. like. For three pages. Okay, so that's exactly where we are. We are in the three pages of crappy kings. Okay, they're just like, we had, wait, wait, I got this, Saul, we had David, we had Solomon, <laughs> then Jesus. Like, yes, wait, uh, well, gonna, there's going to be some other stuff. But so let's the rest say of the, the Old Testament, yeah. and, and then Jesus, Jesus came along, we're back, and yeah. he was the new guy. Let's not do that right now. We're still in the Old Testament for tonight. So we are. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here we are. First Kings chapter 18, uh, episode one. And we are in this or episode 18 in this. And we're sitting there. And right now there's been a drought for. And and I quote the Bible. This is very specific. Hold on. I'm going to check you on this. Where is it? Many days. I don't see that. In, yeah, I do. <laughs> Fuck you. So, so it is many days, uh, and some people speculate that that is three years. Now, the fun thing about how the Jewish people are counting um, numbers— Nothing else this is going to make people like go and buy and or steal Bibles yeah. just to fact-check us, because like, all the people, you know, they'll be like, wait, that sounds like bullshit. Like, where, where are they finding all this stuff? It's like they're around. They get a, you just one. grab one. It's yeah, like Bible sales spike, just so they can be like, send us these nasty— You guys are so full of shit. That wasn't even in there. It's like, which version are you in? I mean, it's in all of them, but that'll confuse me more because yeah. like, maybe I got the wrong one. Did yeah. I pick, like then increase the sales again? <laughs> Good thinking. Damn it! You mean I have to get multiple Bibles? All right. So this is about as as off base as we get most nights. So let's continue. Uh, they, they, there have been, been tangents yet. It's been many. It has been many days. That is the exact quote. And they say it's the estimation is three years. Traditionally, it's three years. But the fun thing with how Jews count their uh, their years is that it could mean like. December of 2017, all of 2018, and then January 3rd of 2019. So three years is kind of a misnomer a little bit. But we know that it's been a long time, so at least one solid year and maybe a couple months into the next ones. So we're set there. So we have no clue what's going yeah. on. And it's been we know there's been a drought for at least that long. Forever. Yeah, and then some people think that droughts in the Hebrew language could just mean kind of um, – an erratic rain, so they can't plan for it, which if you're a farmer and you're expecting the rainy season, the dry season, things are 
throwing you off. And your calendar sucks. Yes. You just don't know what's going on. Yeah, and then You're it, just ready all the time. Yeah. But uh, it seems to indicate, but then the, the text goes on to talk about this king who's in search for hay, and uh, he's going through and just kind of getting the stubble. So we get this idea that the, this probably does mean it's an actual drought. So he's looking for it, and this king, this is a crappy king, his focus is on his chariots and his own horses. So he's a king, ruler, his entire um, nation is starving and without food, and what is he looking for? He's looking for his military force. Not to get political, but apparently we are getting political a little bit, but that's kind of what happened, you know, yeah. I immediately go, like, Game of Thrones. Okay. Like, anytime we're in the Old Testament, it's just, like, dog eat dog. Anybody that's like, seems a little bit nice gets killed, yeah. and then, like... Yeah. yeah. So this guy is there's out. a shitty king. Yeah. Like that's just so the crappy king Ahab is out there with his buddy named Obadiah, and Obadiah uh, is this one that's like that is uh, the name actually indicates that he's connected to God, that he still is following the God of the Israelites, and we get this idea that he's higher up. He's not like he might be in like the top ten command of the of the king, and he's walking around the king, and then like the king and him are searching, and they turn a boulder or something, and then. Uh, Elijah pops out, and Elijah pulls him off to the side. Now, Elijah's been like this hermit hiding out. I think of him as like old Ben Kenobi. It's never good when Elijah shows up either. That's like an Old Testament thing. I Well, sometimes it is for some people, yeah. but a lot of times it's like, it's just like, well, my day's about to get real weird. Yeah. I mean, I just look at the, like, the beginning of the chapter, like, Elijah confronts Ahab. I just imagine, like, Immediately, like, my stupid brain goes to, like, Ahab, like, chasing the white whale, and there's this guy in, like, a little rowboat behind him, just like, you wait till I get you, you son of a bitch. I got something to tell you that's going to totally ruin your day. Okay, less rowboat, more, like, out on the plains. And, okay, uh, and, he, and a drought, from what and I a drought. And he's wearing, like, camel skin. Like, camel skin. Well, I don't know how much the camel skin covers. A loincloth. It's just, just the bottom just... part. Because they're in a drought, so he's like, this is, I gotta, I don't need all that extra sweat weighing me down. I gotta chase this guy. Yeah. Before he gets to this damn whale and that kills him. Like, I got to tell him what's what's up first. And the God's like, no, no, no. You're like, yeah. yeah. So he's there he is in the camel skin speedo. And he like he like goes that. and he yells at Obadiah. And he's like, hey, Obadiah, go grab the king Ahab. And he's like, Ahab's looking for you. He kind of wants to kill you. And he's like, yeah, go tell him where I'm at. And he's like, okay, this is a bad deal. Because if I tell Ahab that I know where you are, he's going to be like, why didn't you tell me before? So this is a bad situation. And I like Elijah's approach is just like, Nah, don't worry about it. Just do it. It's cool. <laughs> Obadiah is like worried about himself. Like I'm about to die. That's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he sends off. Uh, so he goes and gets Ahab, and he and Ahab and uh, uh, and Elijah meet up, and he goes, "Hey, so your wife Jezebel, which sounds like a pretty name, but mm, waiting to hear the I've heard thing. Yeah. So he's like, he goes. So Jezebel um, was the uh, the queen of Ahab, and uh, Ahab got to get this idea that he he is definitely whipped. Like he is controlled. He's sniveling. He he reacts to things. He doesn't actually make decisions for himself. Good thing he married a woman that can make decisions because she made a decision to uh, promote different gods in the land of Israel. So again, remember when uh, when Charlton Heston came into the picture on the scene. God said, hey, take these people to my land. I'm going to be your God. You're going to be my people. Well, Jezebel's kind of messed that up. They're in the land that God gave them, but she's giving him, uh, but they're turning to other gods. So that's just a huge slap in the face to God. Like, here's a gift, and now we're going to go celebrate other gods in, like, that land, your gift. So you can imagine God's not too happy about it. Yeah. 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 So he says. So we've we've set the tone here. Yes. 
So they're going to have a throwdown, and it's actually going to be up in the northern part of Israel. So the god of the Baal, the Baal, um, which Baal can stand for different types of gods depending on the situation. So the, the Hebrew people think one of the best things they can do is blot out the name of something they dislike. So instead of giving it, like, naming that specific Baal, they're just like, and the other god, the, this other lord, and they just, like, they refer to it as almost like a, almost a pronoun. Like, they create a new pronoun for other gods. Hmm. So we don't know this. We have to look at the history and start to get the idea of what Baal they're talking about at this, at this point. Oh, so... Uh. Yeah, so Jezebel comes from up north in this place called Syrophoenicia. You ever heard of the Phoenician alphabet? So this is all northern stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you think of the Phoenician alphabet or you hear about the sailors back in your world history part one class uh, in high school. Sailors. See, now it's making sense again. Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) So she comes from from that land, and in there they have have this bale. And uh, Elijah says, hey, let's meet up on this mountain that is right on the border. So if, if you believe that your God is more powerful based on its location, he's actually setting it up in favor of it. So let's, uh, let's actually get into that. Let's start reading in 20, I think. All right. Wait. You said 18. 18, verse 20. Verse 20. Is that where? There's so many numbers. I can't pronounce anything. I can't find anything. Numbers it's like is... you get the first number, you find the big number, and then you go till the little number pops up behind it. Yeah. And you just pray to God that you're in the right verse. If you're praying and reading your Bible, Chris, that is fantastic. I always make sure to, like, open it up at church so just so, like, and I'm really close to it because it's, we need the Bibles that we write in because this is, like, half the size. They it's do like make large prints Bible. for grandma. All right, all right, grandma. so 20, right? The prophets of Baal defeated. Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's the, up the top. So Ahab sent to all the people of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel. And Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you go limping between two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. I l- <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And the people did not answer him a word. because he <laughs> He's like, all right. <laughs> That's funny. He just brings the heat right off the bat. He's like, all right, you guys have been fucking around too long. Like, it's time. Like, that's what, that's what all the prophets do. They just come around. Like, Israel's, like, acting crazy. They're doing all their things. They're wandering around the desert. Like, I can just imagine standing in a mountain and seeing people, like, walk back and forth and bump into each other, like, head first. And he's just like. All right, people. God said. Like, they're still bumping into yeah. each other. Yeah, I like how he says, like, okay, you've been, like, doing a little bit of the God thing, like the, the Adonai, the Israel God, and then you hit up all these other gods. So you're double dipping, and he's just saying, you just need to choose which one, like, you actually believe in. I will Pick totally cut other. half of y'all off. I have no problem with it. You two <laughs> bumping your ass, you're gone already. So, like, which one are you going to serve? Yep. So, uh, so we said that we're at Mount Carmel and he's talking to the Israelite people that are starting to follow like this other God and Mark, Mount Carmel is right there on the border. It's close to Phoenicia. He's still giving, up North. Yeah. Up North. So he's giving, he's a, just standing on the mountain. Yeah. And he's, he's watching. Is that the God mountain? Is that where the smoke? No, no, happens? different. It, I mean, it's a God mountain because they're like doing God things right there. But again, I read through it, but I was a kid. I don't remember anything and I couldn't pronounce anything when i read it remember it's hebrew just get the consonants and plow through that's all they have they don't have vowels <laughs> see if i had known that instead of my mom telling me you got to make it through these verses today or you can't eat dinner like I, that would have been way easier no it, was, it wasn't that bad but it was close 
All right, so they are on the. He's actually giving the bail the uh, home team advantage right now. He's trying to set him up like close to that. Oh, oh, so he's trying to get the snakes out of the grass. Yeah, it's two chains would say you got to keep your grass cut short. <laughs> Don't like snakes. <laughs> All right, <laughs> go for it. Let's let's keep keep we're, this, we're plowing yeah, let's through keep this. this. Yeah. All right. I just love that. How long will you go limping between? Dude? Is that just this version? Do all of them? Does he just like throw it out there? Or oh, yeah, some no, of them he, a little sugar coated. He likes no. He likes messing with people. It's gonna yeah. get worse. He's like, gonna. I'm, throw... I'm Elijah. Y'all know who I am. Yeah. All right. Then More Elijah shade. said to the people, "I, even I only, am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. So he's even standing on the mountain with like. So are the other prophets like? You think they're watching him? Just like he starts like. He did, and yeah. he didn't even have a microphone. He's just yelling at the top of the mountain. Like I yeah. can imagine people standing there just being like, "You hear that?" Like, I remember one time we were camping. Like we were in like high school. No, it was like freaking. Yeah, we were like freshmen in high school. I couldn't even drive yet. And we're like on the ridge behind my house, and like I could see my house, but it was like real small. And so like I had my phone in my pocket. I just got a cell phone. It was the first one ever. It was like a Mitsubishi, and it was like it was huge. And I had my pocket, and I'd like set on it wrong so I could hear it. Like, I, but all I heard, like, we we're sitting around the campfire and we we're telling a bunch of stupid stories, and we weren't drinking because we were too young and nobody would buy it for us. And like, so we're sitting there, and I hear my dad yelling. He's like, "Press!" And I'm like, "You hear something?" It's like, "What? Like, do y'all hear that? Like, what the?" Press! And I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, you know, my friends are like, "Wait, wait, shh, shh. we're like getting really quiet. We're like telling the fire, like, shut up." Like, you know, we're listening. We hear "Press!" Turn your. And I'm like looking at my house. I'm like, my dad. Like, I see him on the back porch. Is that, but I'd like butt dialed him. So I was hearing it through the phone <laughs> and I like, I was like, Holy, my dad is so mad. Like he's going to kill me. I can hear him from our house. But it was like, it was in my, and I was sober and it was in my pocket. And like, I thought he was yelling from the house. Now he's like, you're bone. And then I was like, Oh man. So I just imagine he's up on the mountain, like yelling. And it's like, that's all these people. Hey, Hey, you got a big, like, yeah. like, what's this guy doing up here? Like, I don't know. He's waving. He looks crazy. Like, if that cloud yeah. comes, though, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, because God's going to, like, tear some shit down. And that, that's actually what he's trying to get. He is trying to get them to, like, fight it out. Yeah. Also, the 450, they're actually state prophets. Like, now uh-huh. the Israelites are using their money to pay for prophets of Baal, government by the way. Employees. So they're government Yeah, they're government employees. Mm. There was no shutdown at this point. Don't go getting political again. Okay. <laughs> Just cut that. All right. Okay, so he is he is taunting them and he's yelling the separation of church and state. Okay, okay, this is Bible. You just all right. You get it out of here. All right. Uh, so he's the only prophet. He's like, screw your four hundred fifty dudes. Let two bulls be given to us, and let them choose one bull for themselves and cut it into pieces and lay it on the wood and put no fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood and put no fire to it. And you call upon the name of your God, and I will call upon the name of my Lord, of, of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he is God. Yeah. I like that. He's like, you know, looks at all these people. He's like, this is what we're going to do. Like fully in charge of the situation. I, yeah, I could be wrong. You could be wrong. He actually, so he chose a place that gave them the home, home field advantage, like up there at Mount Carmel. He also, the way, the, the way it's written, it actually, it could be that the two altars are adjacent. Um, he also gives them the choice of the bull. He lets them pick first. And then he also, the way it's worded in the Hebrew is, you're the majority. You get to go for it. Like, I'm just one guy. You're the 450. You're the ones in charge. Why don't you go ahead and, and uh, do this whole thing? Um, so uh, some people think that this, this uh, altar um, was later on. It was actually 
way, way, way before this whole thing happened was actually a worship to God uh, before the tabernacle and everything got settled. Settled, So we started to make this, you know, it's it's been, it was at one point the Israeli God, and now it's more of a uh, became the Baal worship God. So he's maybe he's leaning back towards that, so maybe it's not the home team advantage, but most of what I've read, it kind of gives the idea that he's giving them the home field advantage. Like, gotcha. you got this. Gotcha. And you guys get to make the choice. He's like, I'm just one guy. Yeah. And they're probably getting all pumped up, you know. Yeah. yeah, let's do this. We got you. Nothing else. If his bull catches fire, we'll just kill him. Yeah. And eat the bull. And eat the bull. <laughs> all right. Um, I always get lost. It's so small. And all the people answer. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. And all the people answered, it is well spoken. Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, choose for yourselves one bull and prepare it first. For you are many and call upon the name of your God, but put no fire to it. And they took the bull that was given them and they prepared it and called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon saying, old Baal, answer us. But there was no voice and no one answered. And they limped around the altar that they had made. Why does he keep seeing limp? Because he started that with like his, he's like, you quit limping. And then now he comes and they're like limping Around yeah, the altar. Uh, is there some kind of translation thing here? Yes. Wait. No, I can't. Yeah, I can't ask you about this. He's looking at our at Joey, uh, who is our uh, our major Bible scholar here. Uh, I, I knew I you were here, pretend. so I keep like I can do that with New Testament stuff. <laughs> it is for any of our listeners, uh, Chris is definitely looking over at the much smarter person than me. So he's making the right choice there, uh, but he's looking and uh, <laughs> it was like default. Issues. Like, wait, there's somebody here who knows. <laughs> um, so, in all of my ignorance, now, thank you, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, uh, and it, there is a translation that some of it is making fun of the idea that they have the inability to walk, that they are somehow lame. Um, that you are, uh, you can't do that nowadays. Elijah would not if he was here stirring up shit. Yeah, you can't. I mean, he would probably still light a bull on fire, but people would not be happy about it. No, it's not very PC at this point to talk about that. Other people think that's a way of describing the way that they were dancing, that he's making fun of how they danced. I'm not sure if they're doing the Humpty, <laughs> like, you know, and act like your leg is broken. You I know, like, like that one better. I, I definitely like that one better. Yeah, so there's, there's that. Sure. So maybe he's just making fun of the way they dance. So that's, uh, that's how he throws down. Chris has just walked away to, uh, <laughs> to grab a beer. This is also They're not recording the video part, so don't, like, you have to step in front of somebody. They just don't see our stupidness for a minute. All right. So we're going to continue reading or keep getting. All right. I can multitask. I can do this. Yeah, yeah, you got this. I'm no Elijah, but I got this. All right, so. Old Baal answered us, but there was no voice, and no one answered, and they limped around the altar they had made. And at noon, Elijah mocked them, saying, Cry aloud, for he, cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is musing, or he is relieving himself, <laughs> or he is on a journey. Or perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened. Is that a translation that thing, is, that or is, is that like a... That is a very kind maybe translation. Maybe he's in the bathroom. Uh, maybe that's why he's not I, answering you guys. As, if I can remember correctly, and Joey can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, uh, that he's actually pretty explicit as far as what he's saying. So Elijah starts taunting them, and the way he's taunting them, he's actually using their stories that they're, that he's used, used to. So Elijah is not just a... Uh, a you know, only knows the... Um, the Israeli God, but is familiar with the Baal that they're worshiping. And so 
I love it that he like knows their stories enough to make fun of them. So he says he, he starts going through and say conversation. Maybe he's had the way it actually translates is maybe he's having a word with his advisor. Like maybe he's like he's kind of dumb and he's trying to figure out what he's supposed to do. So maybe your God needs to figure that out. Um, on the way, maybe he's like he's out taking a trip. The uh, Ugaritic texts, so this is ancient texts at that time, actually have a story where um, uh, about Anoth, where the the Baal is actually out, and Anoth is looking for Baal, but Baal's out traveling about, and he they can't find them. Hmm. So there's actually another story where he's going, oh, well maybe he's just lost again. <laughs> He'll figure his way out. Um, of course, you definitely have the uh, relieving himself which is a very kind way of saying it. So he's out taking a dump. I like that one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, perhaps he's... Uh, have we gotten to the sleep part? No. No, nope, oh, nope. you jumped ahead. Perhaps he's... No, I did do that. Wait. Is God either, oh, yeah. And at noon, Elijah mocked him, saying, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he's musing or he's relieving himself or he is... A, yep, I, I said that yeah. part. Yeah, so uh, that idea, if he's sleeping, then that shows that he has human needs and he has a limitation. And if the if he's talking to the Israelites and they have... Uh, they've been playing both sides. They've been involved both with Baal worship and the worship of their God. They would know from their stories that their God is one that never sleeps. So he's he's showing a comparison and saying, well, maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's very human. Hmm. I like it. He's bringing the heat for sure. He's like standing on a mountain, brings the challenge, walks down, pokes the bear. He's like, it's like he made it this far. You think a group would have like... But I guess this is like a mix. Like, there's some of his people in here yeah. too, right? Like, I keep well, forgetting about that part. Like, he's trying to like show everybody. Yeah, he's he's trying to make a point. Yeah. So he's not completely in enemy territory. Yeah, it's like a debate. Okay, it makes. I go in political again. It makes. Damn it, Neil. Must be awakened, and they cried aloud and cut themselves after their custom with swords and lances until the blood gushed out upon them. That sounds healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Just cutting so. yourself. Well. Uh, that is something that's considered a, a sign of grief or anguish. It's actually forbidden of the Israelites back in Leviticus 19.28 and 21.5. So you get two texts that talk about cutting yourselves. It's also among the texts. What if it's talk, an accident? Um, I do that, that work a lot. I hit fine. myself in the face like, with a hammer a couple weeks ago. It was On purpose? No. Okay. no it was an accident. <laughs> like I hit something and it came back, That's, oh, okay. which is not supposed to happen, but it does. Okay. Were you worshiping God? Did you say his name afterwards? I was. No. No, I did okay. not. That is the one thing I have been able to cut from my vocabulary, thankfully. All right. So then uh, as long as you're not worshiping another god while hitting yourself, in the, you're fine. It's cool. good. You're good. Um, that's also in the text that has to do with stuff like, you know, when you might worship another god by, I don't know, getting markings on your skin. Uh, and the language here that it's using when they're doing this actually gives this idea of madness that these guys have completely lost it. They have lost their minds. Um, the, uh, again, the Ugaritic text talking about this sort of worship says the uh, ecstatics drenched in their own blood. So this was not out of the ordinary for them to cut themselves like this. So, yep. Well, like <laughs> you could see one of them walking by and it's like, what happened to you? I'm still healing from the last like bull party we had. Like he's. Yeah, just like all frail, oh, like it's bandaged a, up. It's like you, you got beat down in the streets. Like no, no, no it was all self-imposed. It's like, like what? and they're still following your guy. Yeah. Like what? Worst prayer night. All ever. we have to do is like we hand our food off to somebody else, and he sprinkles all the blood on an altar. That's as far as we have to go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. And as midday passed, they raved on until the time of the offering of the ablation. 
but there was no voice. No one answered. No one paid attention. What does ablation mean? Is that a thing just in this one? Yeah, just that one. Okay. <laughs> no one answered. No one paid attention. I like how they put that. Like, is everybody just kind of bored at this point? Like, I mean, it's uh, been going on since morning to afternoon. Like, okay, you're going to watch a prophetic throwdown, and the first person gets up there, and it's not like, okay, they get five minutes, and then the other person gets five minutes. Elijah's They've like, had all he's morning sitting over long. in the corner, like, grooming his camel, like, thong, <laughs> chilling. Flicking the bugs away, like when's it my turn? Yeah. He's, he's still he's walking just, around, like poking them with his stick while they're bleeding out. Yeah, he's, like, oh. he's just yelling taunts at them, yeah. throwing shade. It's like your blood's starting to dry. You better cut a new one. Like no one answered, no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, "Come near me, come near to me." And all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah. Oh, they're they're here for you, Chris. We keep getting calls about this. This somebody's reading Bible scriptures in the street. Like we can't find them. What's going on here? Uh, Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, "Israel should be your name." So he just okay. So he's like everybody's bleeding out. He's like, okay, okay, fine. I'll let you make your point. Yeah, I'm gonna walk over. Like y'all come with me, and then just start setting up stuff. So the twelve stones. Yeah. So he's making the twelve stones. Uh, twelve is a number of completion. It might represent all of Israel. Um, also, it has to be unhewn stones uh, in the when. On what? What? Unhewn. Un- unhewn. I thought you said unhuman. I was like, well, that's new. Like uncut. They, they usually make them out of bones. No, like un. Uncut. There are very few things that God in the Scripture likes uncut, but this un- is one uncircumcised of them. stones. <laughs> these, he has these uncut stones, piles them up, and so these are. Is that Allison? <laughs> um, so they they pile the stones up, and he is going to offer the sacrifice in accordance with the scripture. So if he's turning around telling them, "You guys need to follow God," there is a way to follow God, and that is based on the Hebrew scripture, the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. And so by him uh, building this altar in accordance with, oh, that, I thought you were starting to talk about the cut, like the no, way no, you're no, going no. into that. Back to the the altar that he's building. He's building an altar of stones that have not been uh, cut by any sort of uh, any sort of tool. So they are. It's just a pile of rocks. That's what your image perfect should be. rocks. Pile. It's like sitting there looking for the perfect skipping stone. You're going to build an altar and totally pwn all these dumb priests that are bleeding out on the ground. Yep, that's gotcha. the plan. So uh, he's going to up the ante real quick. And with the stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two seahs, S-E-A-H-S, of seed. I'm uh, guessing that's just a measurement. How seahs? Yeah. Or is says, it C? Yeah. Is that you said just just consonants? Sure, yeah. That's C. Uh, now I'm sounding Russian. Damn. I don't know where that's going. All right. So this well, this mount could be 15 liters, uh, or it could We're be, talking about the drain around the yes. altar. Yeah. Is so it's like each, where the blood sea, goes? Yeah. The, each C is going to be 15 liters. Okay. Or it could also mean. This is one. Yeah. This is. He's only been analogies. 15 of these. Get 15 analogies, set them up, and that way you get you narrate me? Because I don't even. I keep forgetting this. DJ right. Scott's getting all this. All right. And then uh, we have, or it could actually just mean a uh, reference to the amount of area that, that two seas can cover of seed. So if you take seed and you spread it out, they estimate that to be about 300 square meters. We're staying all metric tonight. <laughs> you really, you're going to the next level of this. this, is, this is, uh, so we're getting the volume involved. So it's either volume or area. That's what we're looking at. Um, 
Okay, would contain two seas of seed, and he put the wood in order. Wait, so are they putting seed in it, or is this? No, no, just the water. Like oh, that, so the, that's the measurement is like seas of, of seed. Yeah. They're like, you know, when the sea is a seed, it's like 15 of those. So yeah. like, oh, now I know what you're talking about. Yes. Except yeah. for us, like two, however long, thousand years later it is. Uh, and he put the wood in order and cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood. And he said, fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering and on the wood. And he said, do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water ran around the altar and filled the trench also with water. Yes. So he's like, he's up in the ante again. So he's like, he's making sure. Like, that- so I dug a trench. This thing's soaking wet. He's like. Y'all see this? I know you're all on the verge of death, but like if you could just look for a second, it's wet. It's been wet three times. I haven't even said anything yet, but just so you know, like it's dead, it's wet. I like these are just rocks. They're perfect rocks, but watch. Yeah. This th- I like this. I like this showdown. I like this Elijah guy and his camel loincloth. Uh, and the water ran there. And at the time of the offering of the o- oblation. There's that word again. We'll throw you that need to do there. some research after right. this. <laughs> Not me. You need to do <laughs> Of the ablation, Elijah the prophet came near and said, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God and that you have turned their hearts back. Then... The fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> and when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. That's, that's like, that's Damn. like, it's like, I'm over here like, God, can you send me a sign about something? They're still it's bleeding like, to death. <laughs> and he's like, like, says the thing. And it comes down and just takes everything. Like, there's nothing left but, like, a little burnt spot on the ground. He's like, damn, those were perfect rocks. I told you. <laughs> last time last time I had 11, perfect. Like, last time God only took, he still left a rock. All of them are gone now. Yeah. Like, I've been practicing It's this a regular for, thing. I've been practicing this for hours before I came talking about shit to y'all guys. <laughs> Ready to, like, uh, oh, I bet he was, like, pacing. It's like one of those rap battles, and he's like, work himself out. <laughs> Like, and the guy's rapping at him. He's just like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. So, yes, so he, was, he was really excited. Uh, the dousing of all the, the wood and everything else, that was actually very similar to what is considered a libation offering back in the, uh, in the Torah. So, again, if you are going to be worshiping the God of Israel, then you're also going to want to um, be doing it in the same style that the God of Israel wants. So you see uh, the obedience of Elijah in comparison to the disobedience of the people of Israel. Also, his, um, his prayer is actually very short. So they've been cutting themselves and crying out for hours and hours. And limping around, limping as, around as they said the, multiple times. Yeah, so they've been doing this for hours. And then he goes with this very simple prayer. And the focus is actually not for himself. Just drops the mic and yeah. walks away. <laughs> yes. So he, uh, the focus here is not like on, okay, God, show everybody else I'm right. The end of that prayer is, uh, is um, convert people over. So whoever's the, the person who's writing the story, First Kings, um, they are trying to conv- convey something to their audience. And one of the ideas that they're conveying is, uh, is this need to turn back. So it's not about God being evident, but rather the turning back of Israel. That's, that's kind of the focus of the person writing this. Um, actually, I... 
really should have mentioned this earlier when I talked about these books. These, are, uh, these books are not written di during the time. It's not like somebody's sitting there watching Elijah do this, and then he starts writing down, and then this happened, this happened, this happened. They're actually estimated that they're written a couple hundred years later, um, three to 500 years later, depending on the spe you know, different speculations on this. So it's been a while, and when they're writing these, uh, the stories, they are living in captivity under a different, uh, a different group of people called the Babylonians. They're living in the situation where there are other prophets or other, other gods. So it makes sense as they're trying to communicate, um, hey, uh, I'm going to use this old 300-year-old story to communicate the idea of why you should not be following these other gods. So this is part of, of, of that. Sorry, little side. Let's come back to it. Sorry about that, Chris. I have to keep reading? Yes. Right. Uh, the stones. And when all the people saw it, they fell in their faces and said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And Elijah said to them, Seize the prophets of Baal. Let not one of them escape. And they seized them. And Elijah brought them down to the brook, Kishon, and slaughtered them there. Huh. That's one way to get I mean, he, I guess he didn't have to do much. Like, did he just, like kick him over into the river yeah. he's just like they're all like <laughs> they're all tired they've been bleeding out for a little while <laughs> like it doesn't take much at this point to kill them like it, you're, at first when i first read that, like, i was like you're dead how <laughs> you're dead <laughs> yeah, when i first thought about like oh one guy versus 450 well they've been bleeding for like five hours <laughs> at this point i will admit after like a five-hour session like just on an arm like you uh like, tattoos by the way like I need to be. If somebody needs to drive me home. Stacy's usually like, "Shut up!" Like you did this to yourself. Get in the car. But it's like I can understand slightly. Like they're bleeding out thing. All right, there it is. They're weak. They're weak. They're weak. Okay. I'm weak. Uh, so um, yeah, they just runs down. He's able to kill them all. Uh, actually, the location just rolls them into the river. He just rolls them, kills them. Actually, they think you rolled them. In? What did they do with the bodies? Did it, did I get to that part? Uh, they don't they go into the valley and just hey, kills them. Where does Ahab come in? Where's that damn whale? Oh, uh, he's just like hanging out. <laughs> no, it doesn't say. It just says he slaughtered them. They must have just all left them right. in the field. The coyotes uh, got them. Well, uh, on the north. All right, so he goes. They're running towards. So. Uh, Again, they've just lost this whole rap battle slash, what do we call this, sacrifice battle? Anyways, they lost. I so, don't know. They looked like bitches either way. Yeah, they're, they're, running, they're running north. Like They're like, oh, shoot, we probably shouldn't hang out in Israel where we just lost. And all the people are just were like. It's like biggest conversion in history. Like the prophets die and they're just like, we're with that guy. Like as soon as yeah. the fire happened, they're just like, we've been messing up. Yeah, so then they, they realize that they're not in the right place. So they decide to go north to Phoenicia, go back to. Uh, where they, you know, like, their safe zone. Like, they can be like, hey, Baal might have lost a battle, but he hasn't lost the war. Like, they might be like, that's what their plan is. I don't know. They're heading out. They're going to escape Israel, and they're running down the north side of Mount Carmel, where this whole thing's been happening. I've done some extensions of research, and it does not say what they did with the bodies. Okay. I read a little bit in the next chapter, and nothing. It just starts a whole new story. All right. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, actually, and the, the river that is to the north of that mountain flows out, to the, uh, out into the sea. So that way, um, the land of Israel is not polluted by the blood of the idol worshipers. It's, like, all set up. It's irrigation of humans. It's a little... <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too interested in that, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Irrigation don't know. Of, of blood. Hmm. So, uh, there you go. And or, do we have anything left in this chapter? No, no, that was it. It oh. looked like the next chapter, Ahab was just having lunch. Oh, cool. Hold up. 
Yeah, yeah, he's just eating. That's right. it. So it's done. Everybody's so, dead. Everybody converted. There's, yeah. Like, I mean, that would be pretty much 100, 100% success rate. It's like they're bleeding. They're going to get eaten by the coyotes tonight because you can't put them in the river. And, um, like, if you guys want to follow me, that's cool. Like, just sucked up all the fire. And all 12 stones, if y'all didn't see this time, all 12 stones are gone. So, like, now I'm going to make a choice. So be a compelling argument at the end of a uh, yeah. sermon or, or, you know, whatever. Set some rocks on fire. Yeah. So, I, I really like the story in that uh, there's just a very clear cut, like, uh, God, are you here? Oh, shoot. All 12 stones are gone. Yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. Like, there's, there's no This happens a lot, too. It seems like there's, like, all through the Old Testament. Actually, all through the Bible, it's just, like, people are, like, walking into each other. And then it's like, hey, guys, remember there was, like, a bigger point to all this whole existence thing? And then they're like, oh, yeah, but what was it again? But why? Wait a minute. What's behind that? Like, mm-hmm. what if this guy's actually real? And he's like, ah. yeah, do the stone thing, do the... Yeah, and, and remember, this is a this is going to be a, a tale or a, an oral history for many many years uh, going uh, going forward until it's written down. And when somebody's sitting there taking an oral history and figuring out what do I need to communicate to the people, so they're kept they're in captivity, and uh, this is in, in Babylon, five hundred years after the story, three to five hundred years after the story happens, and they're in captivity. And the author is saying, I wanted to write down our history in four volumes, and one of the stories I want to include is this one where people were following a different God, but what we really want to do is push them to following our God. So this tells a story of where, um, where people weren't sure which one to do. Because, I mean, if you're living in another culture, you might see, hey, you know, I kind of, I'm interested in this, I'm interested in that, but um, for, a, uh, for this Jewish culture, they're trying to get everyone focused back on their religious practices and therefore are going to be writing stories that really promote that idea. Um, and, then, and that kind of... Hopefully this this kind of sums up uh, this idea. So, I would be on board. Yeah, <laughs> not with the bleeding out coyote food. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for joining. That's another podcast. Yeah, this is our books. our live podcast launch. We still don't know how launch. to wrap these things up. All right, no, we don't. <laughs> All right, see ya. Thanks. <laughs>